G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Hey, welcome today. And we're talking about a topic that probably not everybody likes to hear a lot about, but I hope you can stay with me because it's such an important subject. We're talking about obedience and it always kind of makes us a bit cringe a little bit when we talk about obedience because we struggle to be obedient. But we saw yesterday that God promises to bless the obedience. Such an important truth to understand. Obedience cannot always be seen. You know, it's the same with uh, disobedience. Uh, They're things of the heart. And so if I look over a group of people, maybe my church, I don't know who's being obedient. I don't know who's being disobedient because it's not always evident. It's something that's in the heart of the people. And I read this story about this healing preacher who's having a really difficult meeting. It was dead. And the second week, a man moved in the word of knowledge. People were healed and the meeting came alive. But the preacher went home and he couldn't sleep because he had seen this man who God used mightily go to an unsavory part of town. And he said to God, how could you use him? Why not use this other lady here who's been saved 50 years and is living a holy life? God answered and said, the man, when he realized he was heading in the wrong direction, repented, asked forgiveness, and I blotted out the wrongdoing. But the lady you have mentioned, who looks so good, has actually been in disobedience for 40 years. I had asked her to do something 40 years ago, and she wouldn't. Yes, she attends church, she lives right, but she's been in disobedience. So we need to be careful. We don't judge people. We don't know what kind of life people are actually living. Furthermore, obedience is actually better than sacrifice. Wow. 1 Samuel 15, 22. To obey is better than sacrifice. Isn't that amazing? It's easy for me to think I can make up for my disobedience by sacrificing to the Lord. Maybe pray a bit longer, do a fast, give an extra $50, $100 in the offering, work harder. God is not impressed. Imagine you told your kids if you've got children, hey, you... If you travel in the car, you can't take someone with you because you don't have a license to do that. Your son or daughter disobeys, but before before you find out, they clean your car and the garage and then plead for mercy. How would you feel? You would feel obedience is better than cleaning the garage, better than sacrifice. You can't get back from God by sacrifice what you lose by disobedience. Partial obedience. What about that? Like we almost obey. No, we've got to fully obey. It's a great story about King Saul. 1 Samuel 15 verse 3. He's told, now go and attack Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and do not spare them. Kill both man and woman, infant and nursing child, ox, sheep, camel and donkey. Verse 9, but Saul and the people spared Agag, best of the sheep and the oxen, the fatlings, the lamb and all that was good and were unwilling to utterly destroy them. But everything despised and worthless, they utterly destroyed. Verse 13, then Samuel went to Saul and Saul said to him, Blessed are you of the Lord. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. 
Now, Saul was told to kill all the animals and the people. But what he did is he killed 90-something percent, but spared a few. God calls it partial obedience, and he sees it as rebellion. People say, why don't you focus on all the good I've done and not on the little place I've slipped up? There's a letter sent to the IRD, which read, Gentlemen, I've enclosed my check of $1,500. I cheated on my tax return last year and have not been able to sleep since. If I still have trouble sleeping, I'll send you the rest. (laughs) Partial obedience. Disobedience. The sad thing is it leads to deception. James 1.22, but be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. See, Saul was told to kill all the people and the animals and spare none. He spares the best of them. And then he says to Samuel, I have obeyed what you said. How could Saul possibly say he had obeyed when obviously hadn't? I think he's now been deceived. Because of rare. he actually thought he was obeying God, but he actually was not. Didn't even know he was disobeying. A veil was covering his heart. And I think what happens is repeated disobedience leads us into deception. You can fully believe you're doing right in a situation when in reality you are disobeying what God has clearly spoken. So we need to be careful with the whole area of obedience. Number one, it can't always be seen. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And let's guard against partial obedience and being led into deception. Obedience pays and God promises to bless us when we obey. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website vision.org.au. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.